What's up, everybody? Uh, as you know, these are always very impromptu um, because we both travel all the time. Mm -hmm. Non-stop. So, but I have a very, very special guest, Miss um, Tilly McReese here. And we were just talking and uh, I was getting her origin story and I realized that this would be actually perfect um, for a podcast because everyone would love to hear how you got started. Yeah. You're into a lot of the same stuff I am too. I am. Yeah, yeah, big time. <laughs> Stay in the middle three uh, we lanes. We both find it hard to sit still, I think. So we, we just develop interests left and right. <laughs> like fully immerse ourselves in them. Yeah. So. so if you had to give a short description of who is Tilly McReese, how would you categorize yourself? Um, a drama queen in the positive <laughs> sense, not yes. the negative sense. Love acting. I'm always acting even when I'm not on the stage, I'm just a ham. And uh, diverse, Ver versatile, I mean, versatile. Yes, Yeah. I like to I do agree it all. with that. Um, Get yeah. bored if you do the same thing all the yeah, time. Yeah, I like a challenge, I like a challenge. It always makes me laugh when people ask, are you a dom or a sub? I'm like, I'm an actress, like, yeah. I do it all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I find these unnecessary yeah. Stay in the categories. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I met Tilly at um, a heroin universe shoot, and we actually are just going to the airport after a heroin universe shoot. That's right, yeah. So it's become a tradition at this point. Yeah, but uh, I remember how impressed I was with Tilly's acting ability. Oh. <laughs> and her ability to ad lib, and I was like, I used to step my game up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Because it was kind of a cool feeling to know that people are like turned on and have a better night as a result of seeing us yeah. go at it with each other. So, um, I I just said to him one day, you know, he's I came home from work and it was another stressed out day, just like feeling underappreciated and yep. just like dehumanized and you know just like exhausted from it all. And he said to me, and he loved despite you know things didn't work out, but he really really truly loved me he didn't never wanted to see me upset and he said to me what do you want to do 
because some days you, you've you've cried a in one mile keep yeah. left to merge onto i-95 north toward washington you just like feel just gutted, just like empty. So what? That's not you. Yeah. What do you want? You've got so many talents and education. So I said to him, um, I kind of like to try out um, porn, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and it was really funny because I remember his response was, uh, "Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, would sure. you not? Would you not want to be like a stripper instead? Maybe? Yeah, maybe just do some solo work. Right. Um, Only stripper. And I said no." I don't want to be in the same room as, as the people. I don't want to be ogled, like, in, yeah. the, in the same vicinity, you know? I just kind of want to be the fantasy girl, like, everywhere but nowhere at the same yes. time, you know? Cameras are on, great, and then I go home at the end. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. So we looked up some agencies. I had heard some things from a friend who was with an agency about how they would forget specific details in terms of wardrobe to bring with her. Mm. Or, or they might tell her about a shoot, you know, two days before it was to happen. Right. And they had plenty notice. They just weren't on their game. So I was kind of hesitant. And then she came over. In fact, I met her and then she told me that stuff. And while she told me that, she also said something else. She Use said, the left two lanes you were to keep left to, to merge onto I-95 North this by, toward Washington. My husband and I found a shoot on Craigslist. <laughs> Like I said, this was not outside the ordinary for us already. It's not right. like we were uncomfortable, you know? And he took pictures and we did the shoot and the photographer who was present that day, who was a different guy, he was like, you gotta do this more. You, when I told you to arch your back and point your toes and, and soften your hands and your, soften your expression, I didn't need to tell you uh, twice or three times. You just like, yeah. and he like flicked through the photos in the back of the camera and showed me. So he put me in touch with Pepper Caster. Um, he was shooting her two months later and was like, you want to come down and, and see her and she might be able to provide you some uh, guidance or, you know, tutelage or whatever. And I'm, I'm so glad that shoot changed the whole trajectory of my life, I feel like. That's awesome. It was almost four hours away. It was like some small village outside Richmond and, and, uh, and I drove down there. It was my first long drive. I was terrified because it was winter and it was dark. Yeah. And yeah, she was, she was, she told me everything about agencies, you know, which wasn't, wasn't great. And then she said, come to LA, shoot with me. I will put you up. Shoot, I could keep you in my closet. You're so cute. I want you all to myself. You know, you've got an accent and you're a squirter and you're like, you're like perfect. Oh my God, I want to mold you into this. And I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, awesome. Definitely. Um, you know, hang out in your closet. It, yeah, but, but there was a cynic in me, you know, I was like yeah. ready for this to not happen at all because you hear those things, right? And they don't always pan out. Right. Well, I heard, long story short, her and I ended up hanging out for the next like three or four days. She was on tour and awesome. she had something canceled. We hung out. We did another shoot, in fact, and that was my first um, high paid shoot. And she was hilarious because the fellow was like, I don't think I've heard your name. And she was like, You've never heard of Tilly McCreese? I was just invented a few days prior, mind you. That's so right. funny. She's like, Oh my God. Yeah, she was my hype girl. And when he asked how much I charged, she was like, She didn't skip a beat. She was signing her signature release and she said, Oh, Tilly, same as me. Because I, I, she knew that I would choke up. I'd be like, right. oh, I don't know how much I charge. So, and that was just a girl-girl photo shoot. I'm still good friends with the photographer. In one day. mile, keep left so onto I-95 North. So I kind of faked it before North. I made it without meaning to. That's great. Because Pepper did it for me. Yeah. And she was like, now keep doing it. She said, I'm going to go home to LA tomorrow, but you've got to keep, pretend you know your shit, but be in bed at 10 p.m. 
and get up two hours before the shoot yeah. with curlers in your hair. You know, you can fake it, but also put in the work and, and be professional so that they never guess, you know, right. that something's off. So That's yeah. awesome. Yep. Yeah. A week later, she called me and she said, Lily Cade wants you out here to play her girlfriend in a feature-length uh, feature film. It's Hell yeah! A lesbian movie and I looked up lesbian uh, Lily Cage she was the um, lesbian star of the valley uh, the San Fernando Valley it's very well known so I was like yes and yes I will take that <laughs> yep <laughs> so that's how it started for me that's so cool yeah so all right and to preface this because we didn't state it you came from Ireland yeah <clears throat> over yeah. from Ireland yeah I yeah uh, I'm the only Irish porn star, as it happens. Yeah. You can Google it. I'm, well, I mean, sh I'm sure no, there are girls and stuff now, but I mean, like, to work with production houses and stuff. Um, I came over on a J1. It's a, basically a working vacation visa. A lot of Irish students get it. It's very, very easy That's to acquire. Cool. So it's like there's a mass exodus every year for every summer from Ireland, and they go to San Francisco and Boston and New York and whatnot. So All the big cities. Yeah, so yeah. my friend and I picked New York and um, I met a, it was supposed to be like a four month stay or so, but it was open ended, I didn't buy my, my ticket home, but that's how long the visa was for. And I met a fella and Use the left dating. two lanes to keep left and onto I-95 which It was real. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. We were in love. But I got a green card as a result of that, and that was in 2009. Oh, yeah? Wow. Yeah. So. Gosh, it sounds weird to say, but that's already how many years ago? 12, 13 years ago? Jesus. that's 13, 14 years ago. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I was so used it's to insane. saying, oh, two years. Oh, it's been four years. Oh, it's been six years. So it oh, sounds it weird to say. And you're like, oh, yeah. in the realm For of For 38 decades. miles, yeah. continue yeah. straight. So uh, I came here at 23. Now you guys all know how old I am. <laughs> no, 22, actually. So I've not yet spent an equal amount of time here as I have at home. But it's it's gonna be weird. Whenever that day comes, I'll be like, wow, I've spent half my life in Ireland and half here. Do you um, identify as Irish or American or both or unuseful? Uh, I Irish, yeah, Irish. Too. Irish. I don't know if that answer will ever change, but like, we're a little bit proprietary about being Irish in yeah. Ireland. You know, whenever people in America, and I, maybe this is bad of us, maybe it's not kind, but sometimes people in America they'll be like oh I'm Irish because like their grandfather is or their grandma or whatever and really you're not you have to grow up with certain peculiarities that are unique to Ireland to to really say that you're Irish you know like yeah running up to the church to pull the uh, the bell they do the Angela's when we were in school yeah and, like certain ways that our parents are pa Irish parents are very strict oh. um, so uh, yeah I know I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's cool. And even that identity has changed a little bit for Irish people because we've become very European over time, you know, like we're having our dinner later in the evening and like uh, people are building decks now to like sit out and eat olives and stuff in Ireland like they That's do in, on the continent, which makes me laugh because it's too rainy to really enjoy a deck in Ireland, but <laughs> times have changed. The four days a year that they can. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Um, so... When did you um, make the jump into fetish and creating some of your own productions? So, um, from adult to film, the transition to fetish was pretty, 
seamless. Um, it was Pepper who told me about a fellow who <clears throat> filmed himself being uh, trampled, which is for anybody who's uninitiated, walked on basically. And uh, he, he wanted you to walk on him full weight. And then there was another fellow who shot um, tickling fish, and I did those two in the same day. And yeah. typical reaction, you know, I was like, "Wow, wild! <laughs> like I just got paid okay. money to be tickled, right?" You know, and there was nothing nefarious about it. It wasn't like an excuse to, to tickle like <clears throat> my pussy or anything. I mean, like yeah. yeah, that was down there, but like it was just a general. Um, after that, I did a little bit of cam work, um, and I didn't love being like tethered to my room. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, but I, the experience was good. I had a fellow once say to me, um, not in so many words, but I interpreted it. He wanted me to cry, and oh. yeah, I was just like, oh, I think I'm not sure, but I think he wants me to cry. So like, I tried it out, and uh, I figured he'd think I was crazy. Yeah, it wasn't the fetish, but it was. Good. And I kept him in that chat room for 45 minutes, which <laughs> at a minute per dollar per minute oh. is pretty good. Yes. You know? um, and then I. Oh, I did a wrestling shoot. I, I, I did some bondage um, with different companies, um, bound, uh, Beauties and Bondage and Bondage Suite, um, who's out in Dallas. Oh, I met Bondage Suite. Yeah. Um, Super nice. And I did some art. At, at the same time, I was doing glamour and art shoots because yeah. I had a model main profile. And I never switched, I never used different names for those. So it was funny because some of the art photographers <laughs> didn't know I did adults. And then when they found out, they were like, oh, I, saw, I, I saw some pictures, like, or videos, or are you, like, aware of it? And I was like, yes, that's also what <laughs> That's me. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Still me. Still me. <laughs> Nobody leaked them. Yeah, exactly. Right, you know. Um, and so I was doing bondage, and I kind of considered myself, uh, I was like, oh, I'm a bondage star. And then the cool thing about the fetish industry is I went down to FedCon 2014, and I didn't love it. I wasn't really prepared for, like, the sensory overload. Oh, yeah. But while I was standing outside taking a breather and arguing on the phone with someone, um, my friend came up to me and was like, hey girl, she's an art model who also does uh, fetish. And she, I love her, her energy's so upbeat. She was like, come with me, you wanna try wrestling fetish? It's really fun. And I was like, I've never wrestled before. I don't know anything about it. I didn't watch it growing up. And she was like, that's right. fine, we'll teach you, come on. And she linked me and walked me with her to her adult. <laughs> she didn't like, really give me a choice, which is exactly what I needed. Who are you arguing with? Did you hang up? With them, my, or my then you, husband. <laughs> oh, or did you keep arguing with them? I was actually just had got off the phone oh, with okay. them before, and I was like, "This I is the embarrassing thing." I was crying in frustrated tears, like annoyed tears, because I wasn't there to figure it out with them. You know how when you're trying to yeah. make a point and argue peacefully and fa in a fair way, it's hard to do, right, when you're on the oh, phone. Oh yeah. And then on top of that, I was also breaking out that week randomly. Um, oh great! Like I had Adult. some aversion. So here I am at FedCon, where you're supposed to go and make a good impression and network, and I'm literally crying and have zits on my face. It was just the worst four days of my life. And like I said, she comes up and she's like, "Let's do a wrestling shoot. Come on!" And like, "Let's go!" Took me with her, and it was the best. Again, I feel like that changed the trajectory of my life again. Yeah. Um, because I got there and I was really good at it randomly. She taught me how to do it, and boom, everyone was like, "She's got it." She she choked him. She knows yeah. how to do it. Great. So then I became a like a wrestling star oh, yeah and it's uh it's really funny because i have wrestling fans who don't even know about my bondage work like you really become i don't want to say pigeonholed because that sounds negative but yeah. people associate you, you with certain fetishes usually right. their fetish and so you can rebrand at any given time as much as you want in the yeah. fetish world you know recreate yourself so yeah yeah um and 
family fetish. Because I was like, it's kind of harmless if I'm ever found out by my family. My family actually knows already, but I was just thinking, you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty harmless. So let me just do balloons. Um, and uh, I remember, like, it wasn't selling very well. Mind you, I only had my store a month, so that's no issue. <laughs> You're like, this is broken. But as a, as a model who <laughs> makes good money, right? Yeah. You're like, I want to make good money right now, but yeah. that's not how production works. So thank God I'm a month into shooting fucking balloons. balloons and people tied up and like popping balloons around them, which I thought would be a revolutionary new, you know, com combination of genres. And I'm a month into it, and this guy reaches out to me and says, "Hey, would you um, produce a cat fight with you and another model?" And I was a bit reluctant at first because I'm like, "Oh, who's gonna film it?" If, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I reach out to her, and it's a roaring success. It's it was super successful. Me and Fiona Ryder. Fiona Ryder was her name, and um, after that, I did one between her and um, Davina Winters, and then another one between me and Kyla um, uh, Reagan, Reagan Kennedy. And then how did that one go? Oh, she won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's good. She's very good, but you know what? She's someone I don't mind losing to. Yeah, uh, I'm not a pride, a proud fighter anyway. I just go in and have fun. Yeah, but she's very skilled, so I wasn't in the least surprised, and I put up a good fight. You know. on the bottom of it right he had on his and 
I couldn't put my 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 camera on the tripod. Do you remember? I do. I was using like duct tape and stuff to. No, stick it I do there. remember that. Yeah. And granted, you can put it on a nightstand and you can elevate it with books and stuff, which is what I did before I bought a tripod. Yeah. But yeah, the tripod's nice because it's t totally adjustable. It's you know. So I that day was like a disaster, but at the same time it wasn't because I had fantastic talent on hand, <laughs> and everything just kind of panned out. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. I thought it was very smooth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta kind of be like a able to make dis quick decisions as a producer and be a problem oh. solver, right? Oh. You have to be flexible. Yes, I could not agree more because something's gonna come up, or a couple of things are gonna come up that you have to just solve last minute yeah you gotta be quick on your feet yeah which i used to not be so it's cool to say like i was forced to acquire that skill because of this right you know? yeah i um i'll have um uh, when i'm gonna have a big shoot with someone i'll have like backup outfits picked out in case like they don't have their outfit or they forget it oh that's smart so you yeah start doing that hannah perez and here's a plug for her because i think she's awesome oh she's i watching. agree she told me before, this is amazing. Yeah. She, so she had hired an assistant to work through her wardrobe with her and hang them up in, she had a big closet, it was a room basically, and hang them up exactly in specific locations. Yeah. And on top of that, she had taken um, pictures of each item and then maybe outfits together. Yeah. she had put them on her website, like there was a tab for her um, clothing catalog. And that way, when people were ordering customs, they could pick the specific outfit. Yeah. She was able to then take it out and have it ready. I, um, yeah, Hannah Perez was the second studio that I ever shot for. No way. Yeah. Wow. So, like, the first studio was Seductive Studios, and then Hannah Perez was the second studio that I ever shot for. And, um, yeah, I watched her the way she like ran everything and I was like holy balls it's like really impressive yeah I was like all right I eventually want to be there and it's gonna be a long time but um but, yeah yeah but this is the goal the aspiration her and Callie Logan were two of my um my big inspirations you know um, and they have lives outside of this that's the cool thing both of them have long-time partners you know have yeah. husbands and have other stuff that they do you know flip houses and all kinds of stuff so I thought if they can do it then I can yeah and I still held off for so long I remember being like well I'm gonna save up and get a good camera well I, I'm gonna I kept making excuses right and then thank God it was a partner of mine at the time we didn't work out but he you know I got a hand it to him he was the person who said to me just just do it. do it just do it what are you waiting for I'll teach you how to edit you can use my Premiere Pro I have the whole speech and just do it and I did that's great yeah yeah um yeah she uh mentioned relatively early on like you might want to start um cataloging your videos and like yeah cataloging costumes and so I actually had started um an excel document with all of my like video titles really yeah and like who's in that. it and like Google Drive link. Um, eventually I'll have clips for sale link because people are always like, how many videos do you have of mixed wrestling that are competitive? 
are you still enjoying shooting the porn that you shoot? And um, uh, are you gonna continue that? Is there still like fun in your personal life or how has shooting porn changed? Um, your like initial, you know? Yeah, I actually don't shoot as much porn as I used to. Um, when I first started off, I was doing um, hardcore girl, girl, about 70% of my shoot, 75. Yeah. Um, along with glamour modeling, art modeling, and then uh, fetish shoots started to phase in. And over time, it was like the porn went like this and the fetish shoots went like that. Yeah. And there, I, I received a pretty nasty email uh, one time. Uh, which is unusual for me. I yeah. look. I don't really tend to get them, but it was from somebody who was like. I remember she said she claimed to be a woman. Who knows? But she said, "Oh, so like, uh, so Tilly, um, amongst a plethora of other insults, she was like, I've noticed that you shoot more fetish than porn now. Is that because you're too good for?" Porn? And I had to laugh because it never occurred to me that people might think that. Like, I never made the shift in order to like elevate myself. Right? Yeah, I don't make that distinction at all. Um, I just honestly for me I started to be offered more and I'm not yeah. gonna turn down work. Yeah. And then the more I accepted the more I was offered because I the snowballed and I'll be honest with you, fetish acting, it does give me much more of a I get to flex my dramatic muscle a lot more with that than Oh before. yeah. Yeah. You know, even porn that involves a storyline, it's still not as like obscure. Some of the fetishes we act are so obscure, dude. I like, couldn't agree more. <laughs> so odd. And you have to try to make this realistic. You have to look like you're really into it or like you're terrified of what's going on or humiliated or whatever the case may be. Right. And I love that every day is so different. I completely agree. You know? Um, and am I happy that I've stepped away from hardcore porn in the interest of my relationship? I don't know. I don't know if I can yeah. shoot it. Would it have an effect on my intimacy with my partner? Yeah. Like maybe I would have felt too tired for sex at the end of the day. Maybe I would have been like, uh, not right now, baby. Um, <laughs> would it have taken the shine off of sex? I don't know. I don't really know. Sometimes, That's great. Uh, yeah, maybe it would have over time. I never got to find out because, like I said, the shifts just occurred very naturally where I was doing more fetish. Shape. Yeah. Now uh, a hardcore girl girl shoot might happen every few months or so. Yeah. And then my husband might make a video here and there to throw up on my OnlyFans, which I really neglect. Um, <laughs> does he enjoy being... He does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, so he's, he's really cute. He he's, likes being on camera. Yeah, he, he does, yeah. He's very money-focused, money you know. He's been that way his whole life. Um, he makes me laugh. Like, he jokes that he he's like, whatever, man, if there's money involved, like, yeah, let's in, do it. You know? <laughs> he's not one of these people who's like, oh, I'm above that or, like, yeah. too proud, you know. So I just love that about him. But I have noticed that he wants to get things right. And it's That's cute because even when we cool. shoot with her when Universe, yeah. if we're talking, he'd be like, baby, Casey's explaining something. Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. And he'd be like, <laughs> you know? And his POV filming is really, really good. Like, I don't know, I can't say, but I feel like if I was getting my dick sucked, I'd be. That would be really hard. To not, yeah, yeah. To, you know, maybe just totally veer off oh, a few yeah. times. Yeah, 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 but he's great. Especially at the ending where it's important. Yeah, yeah. Our battery did cut out one time, actually, right oh, when he came. No. <laughs> so that, was, that sucked. But otherwise, he's Puns, unintended. <laughs> But um, no, he's, he's great. He's kind of taken to it like a duck to water. 